Hey, it's Jeffrey and Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bounce Back Better podcast. Hear my voice today? It's a little bit strained. I just um, overdid it in a noisy venue, and so I've ended up sounding just a little bit like this, but you can still understand me. Today, I have just got the best podcast that I think we all need to hear. We are talking about preset mindsets, the things that are your glass ceiling. So we're going to embark today on what I call a mental renovation journey. What about that? So for all you property lovers out there, and I know there are a few of you, this is about the mental renovation that you need to do so you can start believing in yourself more and just change those mindsets that are perhaps not supporting you in the best way possible. So just let me tell you, mindset, it's not a buzzword. It's at the core of everything we do. It's the silent scriptwriter of your life's play. It dictates your actions, it dictates your outcomes, and even more, the results you're getting, you would have no idea how much these are affected by your current mindsets that you probably aren't even aware of. So as a seasoned coach, and I have been working with people for well over 20 years, well over. So I started off, as you know, in the health and fitness industry and realized that I was in a female gym at the time. Most of the women I was working with were telling themselves stories that didn't support them. And what would happen is they would come to the gym and train and they obviously wanted to tone up was the word that they all used. They all mean lose a couple of kilos or a lot of kilos. So I have worked in the weight loss industry for a long time, but I realized that it was nothing to do with the diet or the exercise at that time. It was about their mindset, hence the reason I actually decided to become a life coach and came over to Australia and and started training in that realm because it's not always about the action. So they were a lot of time taking action, but it was about what was going on in their head that was giving them the result they were after, which wasn't what the gym or their diet was giving them because they would go off their diet or they'd miss going to the gym. So anyway, that is why I became a coach. And that's why I am so fixated on mindsets and self-confidence and self-belief. They are your driver to success. They are the, the number one, I believe, number one drivers to your success. So I can assure you that despite the sixty to 80,000 thoughts that storm through our minds daily, we have the power to choose which ones to foster and which ones to let go of. I remember my breakthrough. It was... You may have heard the story. I've been on a few podcast interviews, but I was, I'd been talking to my neighbors outside. And as I was speaking to them, they were a husband and wife, and I was a single mum at the time. The husband picked up some weeds out of his garden and threw them over the fence into mine. And I just thought, what the heck? Do you think I am nothing? Am I worthless? And 
as I left them and went inside, I got really upset about it and I began to cry and I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed on my bed and I looked like the guy off Kiss. I'd black all down from my mascara all down my face. But I was then sort of abruptly interrupted where my son came in and asked me what was wrong as two. So I was like, what's wrong, mummy? And he gave me his cuddly. It was at that point that my realization was, what are you doing, Hillary? You're not even looking after him or yourself. Get it together. And it was it was at that breakthrough point that things changed for me. And things really did change incredibly for me. And, but it took a massive mental shift. It was a mental makeover, basically. I had to have a really good look at so many aspects of my life. And I do believe and if you've bought three wines in my book, I do believe that the more we understand ourselves, the more we know who we are, the more we understand our values, the more we look into what we believe, the more we understand, you know, that our mindset presets, the better or the easier it is to make those changes to be the person that we were born to be or who we want to be. We're just born a blank canvas. And you may have heard me talk about this, you know, basically walking into an empty library is how we come into this world. We're naked, of course, but We don't have any thoughts. We don't have any of that stuff. And then we start accepting stories that aren't necessarily ours, that are given to us by our family and by culture and by society. And these things become stories we live by and they influence us massively. They influence us so much, but they aren't necessarily true for us. And so when we more understand us, then we have the ability to start choosing our direction in life, to start choosing who we want to be or who we really are or understanding more about us. So I'm really big on understanding self. So back to like the stories we tell ourselves, the believing in ourselves. I love the story of Jim Carrey, the actor, comedian. He famously challenged his thoughts and transformed his life. So He's spoken about it extensively, the power of visualization and positive thinking and shaping his success. So the years before he had this breakthrough, he was just another struggling actor in Hollywood, facing rejection after rejection. And we know there are many hundreds of thousands of those. However, he didn't allow the challenges to dictate his mindset. Instead, he famously wrote himself that check for $10 million and he wrote it out for acting services rendered. He postdated it for 10 years into the future, and he kept it in his wallet as a symbol of his belief in his potential. He carried that check around with him for all of that time, and he continued to audition, and he used it as a tool to to see his success. He would drive to the Hollywood Hills, you would have heard this story, and he visualized himself with directors being interested in him, and people respecting him and looking at his work. and. This practice was more than just wistful thinking. It was an exercise in affirmation and his own worth and potential and effectively challenging any negative thoughts that he had, like hindering his confidence and stopping his, well, deterring his determination. So in what can only really be described as a self-fulfilling prophecy, just before the expiration of that 10-year period, he received the movie role that paid him $10 million. And that was in the film Dumber and Dumber in 1994. And that like catapulted him to fame. So that made his dream come true, which came from his belief in who he was and what he could achieve. So his story is just a testament to the power of the mind and the impact of our thoughts on reality. 
So by challenging the doubts and disbelief with a tangible symbol of his future success, he was able to maintain the focus and drive necessary to achieve his dreams, even through adversity. So I want you to think about you right now. Let's just pause the story of him, the story of me, and let's think about you. What can you do? Where do you see yourself not believing in yourself? Where do you see yourself telling yourself stories that aren't true? Where do you see those? Because I had a conversation yesterday, and this is coming later in the podcast, but I ended up, it's coming now. So I talked to a friend of mine who listens to this podcast and said, oh my God, Hillary, I took your advice and she couldn't get into exercising. So she started off with one squat and she said, now I'm up to 10. Then I did two, then I did three. So every day she just upped it by one. But her initial preset mindset was that she couldn't exercise or that she didn't have the time or that it was too hard or that she needed to go to a gym or she needed the right, she had all the excuses. As we all do when we're not doing that thing that we want to do, because we've given ourselves a story in the background that we're living by. We've given ourselves a belief, a preset mindset that's not ours or we've chosen it because it's easy. So where is yours? I also had a, a message from somebody yesterday saying, oh my God, love the work you do. She follows both podcasts. But anyway, she said, I think I need to come and talk to you after I finish working with this person she's working with, but just around you know money and charging what I'm worth. And I understand that for a very long time, I haven't really charged what I am worth because I know the ability I have when I work one-on-one with somebody to change their life massively. And some of you right now are shaking your head and you've met me through probably property development that, you know, that impact that, that I know that I can have for you to, to believe in yourself is massive. And that's not a plug for more clients, by the way. That's a plug for you to realize that the only thing holding you back is you. So where are you telling yourself stories that aren't true? Where are you not succeeding in life? Is it you're not exercising? Is it that you're not charging enough for your services? Is it? Is it what? Is it that you can't find a joint venture partner for something that you're doing? Is it you're in an unhappy relationship? What is it for you that you need to change the story of? I love the word narrative too, by the way. I remember when I first heard that word, I was like, what did does narrative mean? It was a few years ago. I didn't even know. I don't use big words generally. It's not a big word now, but at the time I felt like it was a big one. But there is, there is a story running in the background that is holding you back from your success. So the way to find that is to think, where are you not succeeding? Because that is being held up by a story that you are believing that isn't true. So his career, back to Jim, is a real example that exercises and really points out the teachings of Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton. And they really illustrate how belief and intention can manifest in your life. So I want you to picture this. 85% of the thoughts that you have aren't cheering you on. Can you believe that? They're not telling us we're fantastic or that life is a bouquet of roses. Instead, they're often relics of fear, anxiety, and doubt. But here's the powerful truth. While you can't control every thought that pops into your head, you can control what you believe, especially for those navigating a life where society expects them to settle into a pre-written story. This often happens as we get a bit older too, by the way, and don't get me wrong, it doesn't happen, doesn't not happen to younger people, but I've really noticed it often in people 40 plus. So it's crucial that we shake off the shoulds and the musts. And it's exhausting wearing that mask of a life that 
just doesn't feel like it's ours. So it's time to stop pretending and start questioning. So many of you who join me or follow me reach a point that they're done with this. And that's why I'm hoping you are too. You're done with not achieving what you want. And you might be in some areas. I often call this the, oh, I can't even remember. I've written about it so many times and it's just escaped me. It's like the two out of three rule. You're master in one and then you're minor. Well, you can master in two sometimes and then you minor in one. So out of the three things that you really want to achieve, you'll be mastering one. And then you may be mastering two, but you're always minoring in one. And where are you minoring? Are you minoring in finance, in your financial situation? Are you minoring in your level of happiness? And, you know, that fuel that makes you feel good, meaning spending enough time doing the things that you want or socializing or whatever it is that fills your cup. So mastering the mind isn't just about silencing the inner critic. It's about amplifying the voice that says, I can, I will, and I am. So back to Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, who I really do rate, uh, they are big into the impact our thoughts have on health and reality. So Joe Dispenza, you may have read his book. I have. You are the placebo. It's definitely worth reading. He's actually a chiropractor with a background in neuroscience and biochemistry. And he loves exploring the roles of the brain and how they shape our reality. So when you read, you are the placebo, if you're into reading. It's how the power of our thoughts control our health. And there has been some groundbreaking research and studies done for this book. It's definitely worth reading because it'll really get you to understand how much your mind is controlling your outcomes and everything that's going on for you in your life. His seminars and workshops teach people how to harness the power of their mind and produce measurable change, changing results in their life because we're not really doomed by our genes or controlled by our physical environment. And that's a, a thing we often believe, that we're controlled by the physical. I can't do that because I have no money as a physical environment. But we have the power to create our reality through thought, and focused attention. Just check him out on YouTube anyway, if you haven't heard of Joe Dispenza. There is just some really interesting information. And yeah, he's probably my favorite. Bruce Lipton, he's a stem cell biologist and his work actually complements Joe Dispenza's because he looks at epigenetics and his book is The Biology of Belief. Yep, two books, definitely worth having a read. But together, these guys really do tell the story of how our mindset, our preset mindset is determining our results and how it's stopping us achieve what they want. So I'm going to pause again and ask you, the more you listen to this, where are you not doing, not achieving? What are you not believing is possible for you? And I've done this for so many years, not believed in myself, which is just ridiculous. (laughs) So ridiculous because I do understand that I'm capable of so much more. And I give myself little stories that aren't true. Lots of little stories. I make them up and I believe them. So your preset mindset aren't just feel-good clutter. They are grounded in research and reality. And our mindset truly shapes our world. Do you want a life that's a treacherous climb? Or do you want a life that's an accelerating hike? Because we all have bad days and bad things happen to all of us. But we don't want to live in that moment and give it a story and live by it. My horrendous experience with domestic violence, that was horrendous, but it resulted in three wines in the book. 
like crikey and this podcast motivating and encouraging you to believe in yourself and increase your self-confidence so even though I had that bad experience and we've all had them they don't become or need to become that reason that we're stuck and that's something I bet you right now you can flick through your mind and you're flicking through friends and people that you know you, you can look through and think yeah I see that person is stuck there because of that reason and that person is stuck there because of that reason. And don't get me wrong, we've all had, you know, some people have had some really terrible things happen, but there there comes a point where we need to maybe use that as a reason to move forward. Maybe that is what you need to do. So if you're wanting more money, if you're wanting better health, better body, lose weight, if you're wanting property development even, if you're wanting a new career, what is it that you want? Ask yourself again and again. Get the pen out, get a journal. And remember, I don't even care what you use. Back of the Kmart receipt's fine. Write down what you want. Write down what you want today and go and do it. Start telling yourself a story that you believe in that. Like Jim Carrey, start seeing that story. So our mindset is, it sculpts the reality that we live in. So where you are right now is because of what you believe to be true. So what you perceive in life, when you see it as a treacherous climb, it will be one. When you see it as an exhilarating hike, it will become one. So the why for a positive attitude is so clear and compelling. When we view challenges as opportunities, the world just doesn't appear brighter. It becomes a canvas of possibilities. And I often think to myself, it's like waking up in the morning and putting on a really nice pair of sunglasses. You know, you've walked outside and you've got different sunglasses. Some of them are like green and some of them are red. They all have different hues. And sometimes they think the world seems brighter. So if you're finding yourself in that negative space, maybe put on some imaginary brighter sunglasses or even just go and buy a pair of brighter ones. They don't have to be expensive, but as a reminder that you need to start seeing the world as a brighter place, giving you the opportunity you want to achieve the thing you want. It be with your body, your health, your financial situation, how you live, where you live, anything, whatever you want, start seeing that as a possibility for you. Because If you're seeing, if you're wearing the dirty glasses or the dark glasses, then that is what you see and that is what you become. You start losing that optimism and it's it's not a very great strategic approach to life because when you're fueled with positivity, resilience becomes your natural response to adversity. My book, and I wouldn't sound like brimming with positivity, but then people often say I am and I don't realize it. So maybe I am more positive than I think. I think I'm a realist. But our mind becomes the engine that turns fear into fuel and doubt into drive. So let it become that. Start seeing what is possible for you. And why do we not want a negative mindset? When we walk through life in a storm cloud, like with a storm cloud over our head, where every silver lining is actually obscured by a forecast of doom, it's draining and it makes mountains out of molehills and it turns streams into seas, our energy just gets zapped. And then what might go wrong does go wrong. And we we lose that positive outlook, that positive feel. It's like it's actually like wearing weights around your ankles. It slows you down, it limits your jump. And quite frankly, how could you soar when you're wearing weights around your ankles? So there's your two options. Decide in the morning, am I putting on, we're going to call them the rose-colored glasses and why not? The rose-colored glasses or the weights around your ankles. And maybe if you're driven by the stick and not the carrot, if for you you're more motivated because you don't want something to happen, 
maybe it's time to get yourself some blooming weighted ankle weights and actually feel them and think, wow, these are actually stopping me from achieving what I want in life. That is a great idea. I've never thought of that. It just popped into my head and I love it. So I invite you to join me on this high altitude journey of mindset elevation. Let's shift our perspective and, and just see the world through better eyes, leading us to, I don't know, just better results in life where each stride is a dance with potential. So let's do this, my friends. Let's do it. You're listening to this podcast because you're interested in growth and I want you to grow. I want you, I want you to be reshaped and redirected to the person you want to be. If you're in a fixed mindset, it's like a brick wall. It's hard, it's unyielding, it's static. But a growth mindset is like fertile soil where the seeds of possibility, they grow, they sprout. I want you to question everything. I want you to question your thoughts, the truths, things that are happening and have happened to you. Question the what, what was the story? And I want you to think you have the opportunity right now to change it. So as I wrap up, I want you to remember that your mind's like a garden. You choose the seeds that you put into it. You water those seeds and you make them grow. And those negative stories, those negative beliefs that have held you back, see them as weeds, pull them out, throw them in the bin. Because this is how we have to manage our mind. This is how we build confident and vibrant, resilient mindsets. Because you are the master of your mindset and the rest follows. So my friends, as per, please share this with somebody. Big thanks to Connie, my friend. Love you, Connie. She shares this to everybody, which is fabulous. I love you for that. And remember, text a friend. And tell them how amazing they are. My friend Mary texted me yesterday. Thanks, Mary. And she said, so I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And we just had a chat on the phone. That's so encouraging. It reminds me that I can do good for others. So you do that to somebody else today. Just message them. Say, hey, grateful to have you in my life. You make a difference. Anything. So share this podcast. I would be so grateful. And if you don't have a copy of three ones, you can head over to my website, hillarysaxton.com, get yourself a copy. And apart from that, I think we are done. Remember, your attitude determines your altitude. So let's check out those beliefs, those preset mindsets that are holding us back in life. And let's go forth and conquer. I think next week it's time for me to jump into personality profiles because that's something I'm incredibly passionate about. I'm a practitioner. So that will be exciting. But anyway, I hope you got a lot out of this and I hope you're motivated to make some changes. If it's by the stick, put the weights on. If it's by the carrot, put the glasses on. Go and get them. Go to a variety $2 shop. Who cares? Get them, test yourself and think, yes, I can do, have or be anything I want. Use me as your example. All right, my friends, catch you next week. Bye. Bye.